Hi, hi, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies, and I am delighted that you're listening to the Sparkle and Thrive podcast today. We have a very special guest. Anna Badcock has joined us today. She was a Tech Pixie, is a Tech Pixie. We always say once a Tech Pixie, always a Tech Pixie. And she has gone on to launch two amazing businesses. And we're going to talk about those two businesses today and how the Tech Pixies program helped her to launch those businesses. Anna, thank you for being here today and thank you for sharing your story. My absolute pleasure, Joy. There is so much to unpack here. So let's start with uh, how you found out about Tech Pixies and how you got started with our training and what it led yeah. to. Let's start with what, with how you found us and what it led to. So I've been aware of you. I, I'm one of those kind of stalker people who just sits on the internet and sees what's going on. And I'd seen, I think, press pictures of you doing something and uh, paid attention because I had... Um, not long before that, being asked to start coaching digital marketing apprentices. My background is public relations and marketing. And I thought, well, I had taken a bit of a time out. I thought, well, I'll give it a go. I'd done a quick course in, in digital marketing and, and social media. And uh, so I jumped on. But then I got to the station thinking, oh, you know, I'm not sure. What am I? What do I not know? I don't know what I don't know. So I really wanted to come into a course that was going to give me all of that knowledge. And so I'd clearly been doing some searching. Your Facebook ads popped up. And at the time, it was right at the start of lockdown. And I, um, I had been an early catcher of COVID and I was lying in bed and uh, thinking, can't do anything, can't do anything, but I can learn. And so this thing popped up and I thought, right, I'm jumping in and I'm going to do it. And it just everything about the free it was the free was it one week or two weeks yeah we it, well we've we have all sorts of different free training programs yeah. but yeah there were, we did a one week uh social media supercharge which i believe is what yeah. you did and then we did the social yeah. media boot camp which you can actually buy now as a mm. self-paced version brilliant so you go to techfixies.com forward slash boot camp yeah. you can do the self-paced version of our social media superhero boot camp and then mm -hmm. we have uh, at the moment it's uh, march or sorry it's april 2022 we're running a weekly social media crash course uh, to which sort of bring it brings a whole week's knowledge into one hour it's, it is wow. a crash course we <laughs> crash through it. Um, but yeah we, we always have a free training of some sort on the mm -hmm. go to help people to really see what's going on with social media right yeah. now and what do I need to know about it and you learned uh, something very valuable that you were able to take mm -hmm. into this training. So the, one of the businesses that you're involved in has to do with training apprentices. And you realize that, you know, while a lot of companies think, uh, you know, it's great to hire someone who's young and get, you know, get them yeah. at the start of their career. One of the, there is a problem with that. What, what's the problem yeah. that you see happening? No, they don't have a clue about strategy and putting it all together. So, yeah, what I kept seeing as uh, coaching these apprentices were businesses that were really keen and really wanted and to scale up to digital and embrace everything. And they brought apprentices on board so they could grow them, but there was nobody helping them to put it all together, what they should be teaching the apprentice, how they should be doing it, dare I say, properly, <laughs> so, that, um, so that you get you meet your business goals. So we can all just, you know, young people are really good at navigating social media and chucking out content. So many of them are fearless. But it's how do you do it to meet the business goals so that your social media has an outcome? And that was the piece that was missing the thinking. So I learned into that. 
That's so interesting. So I was just talking to someone about their mm. digital marketing strategy and on the social media crash course, mm. we talk about something called the sunflower effect, which I've been teaching for yeah. many, right. many, many years. And it's yeah. this concept that, you know, you have a product or a service, mm. uh, but you mm. want to create weekly content that then uh, drives traffic to your website, to yeah. your mailing list. Uh, you know, really important that that weekly content yeah. serves a purpose and even at Tech Fixies with our podcast, we are interviewing people that have completed the program and they're sharing their successes so that mm -hmm. other people can be inspired who are in the program or who are thinking about the program. Um, yeah. and, and also in these conversations, we, we pull out really great golden nuggets that someone who mm -hmm. even is just interested in, gen, in digital marketing across the board, you know, let's say a business owner is listening to this and they want to hire an apprentice and they're going, oh, wait, I didn't know about that piece on the strategy piece. Yeah. There's other things you picked up with. Um, and, and that is that business owners um, sometimes aren't ready to hire someone. So you've worked out yeah. that that's also important to help business owners prepare to hire someone so that that hire goes smoothly. Tell us more about that. So it's commissioning well. So it's understanding, having the knowledge as a business owner and, and being equipped to make sensible decisions about when you're buying in your marketing, your digital marketing and, and, and social media. So it's it's supporting them in in knowing what they their business goals, how they're going to relate the digital marketing to that so that they're not they don't succumb to somebody coming in and going, hey, I can send you Facebook ads. I'm like, yeah, we need Facebook ads. <laughs> and, if, and yes, you definitely will need Facebook ads. But when and how much and who's it targeting and how is your social media going to be primed to make the most of that Facebook ad? Because you haven't got your social media sorted out. Facebook ads aren't going to really work. Oh, totally. We've had that yeah. conversation so many times. I mean, we, even in the crash course, I say to people, there's a difference between organic mm -hmm. social media and paid social media. And you have to yeah. have good organic social media going before you create ads because it doesn't, Absolutely. it doesn't, and you can, you can use ads to test an idea, mm -hmm. but you have to sort of know what you're testing and know what you're doing. So it definitely yeah. having built up an organic presence, even if it's a small organic presence, but you sort of know what people like and don't like. That makes it a lot easier to create that those more advanced ads. Yeah, really interesting. So yeah. the and then the other business that you've set up is really interesting as well because mm. it's a coaching business. And you yeah. you said you found the coaching at Tech Pixies invaluable. Oh. Tell us, tell me more about that. What does that, that mean? Was, do you know what that was the utterly utterly life changing part of it? So there I was, and so. Yeah, I've been working in marketing publications for a long time. And uh, and 20 years ago, I was doing a press tour um, for a for a big brand. I mean, basically at that time we were doing patching into radio stations. So we sat in a room and we'd be patching into one. And I had a life coach with me. And, and just in between the, the different, oh, tell me about life coaching. What's it all about? Fascinated. And then uh, went off, had children, found other things, um, but kept looking at NLP, kept looking at life coaching. And um, and then came into your your course, and there was the lovely Teresa thing, amazing, <laughs> and that and that life coaching piece. I hadn't realised I needed it, and um, and when you're going through any kind of growth or change, your brain is going to try and stop that to keep you safe, and uh, and so you need the coaching that goes alongside any growth parts because that's what's going to give you the change and take you forward and, and grow you. So, uh, so I 
fully embraced everything that Teresa did and then thought, hang on a minute, I remember I quite enjoyed this. And so I went off and I also learned NLP and um, and life coaching. And then I'm also just about to finish my ICF qualification as well, the International Coach Federation. So, yeah, that's opened up a whole raft of things that I had not even I, I thought that just was never going to happen. That is amazing. Well, you. and I, I, I say that about myself, too. You know, when I started yeah. Tech Pixies, I hired in life coaches yeah. to do majority of the life coaching. I knew it was essential. I knew. And actually, I didn't understand or articulate it as well as you just did. Um, and I got chills as you said that because you completely nailed it. It's like anytime you go through a growth period in your life, every part of you is going, especially on the subconscious side, is going to flash up. No, 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 no. And you actually, the, the point is you need coaching and support to get to the yes, I'm going to do this and I deserve to do this and it's worthy. Yeah of my time, energy, and effort, not am I worthy yeah. of it, right? And mm-hmm. and so there's a huge piece that has to happen on the coaching side. And that's actually, I mm-hmm. think, why not I think, I know that's one of the reasons that our completion rate is so high and that our oh, success rate absolutely. is so high. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think it's, it's that support. So I've done courses before and taken the learning out, but not finished them. And it was just, you know, digging into, well, why was that? And getting the support and just the, the acknowledgement that as you're, as you're growing and you're learning, you're pushing through boundaries. And at times you're going to want to return back to the safe place. And that's normal. Everyone does it. And I think also it was one of, uh, one of your podcasts, one of your teachings, it was like all the big, all the big people who are doing really well, who are nailing life out there, they do coaching. And that was a a moment of thought, oh, goodness, they do, don't they? (laughs) No, I think that's 100% true. I mean, I I don't think there's anyone I know that's doing really well right now that or even if they're going through a hard time, they've got the support they need to help them go the direction they need. I think this comes down to that fundamental belief, like, do I believe that what I'm trying to achieve is uh, even if I don't know all the steps to achieve it, mm. do I believe that it's something that is achievable? And do I want Absolutely. to put my time, energy and effort and money into it? And yeah. if you do, then actually it, it just makes the process, process smoother when you've got mm. the support there, especially on the t- tough days, because yeah. I don't know anyone who's gone for a big dream or a big goal. Uh, mm. and, 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 you know, big is relative to everyone, you know, so for some women, the big goal right now yeah. is I just want to have my own income, mm. even if it's, I mean, I, we have a student who recently posted in the group that her Friday win was that she'd earned her first 199 pounds separate to her husband in 14 years. I mean, and that was Amazing. a big win for her. And then yeah. it turns out a week later, she ended up getting a job that was, you know, a couple mm. thousand a month. So it just immediately, it just shifted, you know, the, it yeah. shifted the energy, but to get mm. to that point where she earned her first 199 Mm. pounds was a big deal yeah I think whatever dream you're going for there's going to be uh there's going to be whatever size it is there's going to be barriers in the way and it and the reality is as humans we are meant to be in a community with others to be supported by others and actually Mm. if you get the right support and the right connection with people you will push through those barriers uh, in a way that you wouldn't if you tried to do it on your own yeah, I totally agree. And as I've gone on and done other courses, that's been critical, actually. So that's what I look for now um, in anything that I do is where's the support network around it? Am I just going to be left 
on on a screen looking at something or is there a community that comes with it that's and it's the it's the whole community that carries you through and the tech pixies community was is just fabulous loved it but there was something you also reminded me of there joy when the one thing that really resonated is that i was i was you know not very well lying in bed doing all this learning loving it but seeing loads of people doing really well thinking oh my goodness how how are they doing so well and i'm not anywhere close to them and it was your mantra of row your own boat yeah that really stuck with me and and that's I impart that same um that that same mantra to to the students that I work with and anybody that I train because it's where are you and what do you need to achieve and that's what you need to focus on what everybody else is doing all around you is irrelevant it's about you yeah, and that and the thing you're referencing is when I was um, talking about when I was when I was a rower and the coach yeah. would say, when you're rowing and you're, you know, in the mm. race, don't look out of the boat because it rocks the boat and it slows you down. you got to stay yeah. focused on what you're doing. Mm. And, uh, you know, something I've started to say recently, which I think is a really good illustration of that is don't mm. compare your backstage to somebody else's front stage. Oh, good. Um, yeah, because you don't know what someone <laughs> like else's. Good gone through or what they've had to do to get to where they are you know yeah and we all have those challenges so another part of the coaching that I look at is supporting people who are growing themselves and their businesses whilst having difficult home lives in some way shape or form so I've got um, a child with dyslexia and ADHD and another one with ADHD and it's just how how just to have that balance and how do I deliver everything I need to for them whilst also growing myself and growing my businesses and um, and it's the coaching that's that's got me through that bit as well, particularly in moments, some moments of lockdown. That was really, really important. Well, I was just mm-hmm. speaking to someone who had a four year old daughter and you know, she found it tricky with, you know, with COVID in particular, it, like you couldn't yeah. hire anyone to come in, even if you had yeah. a job and no. even, <laughs> even the grandparents who were helping out couldn't come help. And yeah, so there yeah. definitely was a balancing act that we've unlike mm-hmm. any other that that women experienced. And, you know, yeah. if if partners weren't able to step up, it really meant that it fell back on to the, the woman. And that happened to yeah. a lot of people. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. So what's your we have a lot of listeners and I'm sure there's mm-hmm. someone listening <laughs> right now who might have a child who's autistic or yeah. who has some sort of um, a disability or may, mm. you know, like you said, be dyslexic or have ADHD. Mm. How do you help parents as they're making big life changes, um, such as starting a business or changing a career in the middle mm. of having also a, a, a tricky home life? How do you, what's one of the things that you find really helps, helps them? So I'm also a qualified positive psychology coach as well. So I use all of the different um, tools and techniques from ICF, from positive psychology, and bring those all together. And it's just, it's, it's, it, everything is individual. So there's a range of tools that, that we can, as coaches, we have at our fingertips. But it, what, what is it that that particular person needs at that time? And it could be just getting on top of time and that's that's actually one of the biggest issues that many people have is that how how do I how do I make sure that I'm using my time productively when I when I'm doing it and one of the um one of the biggest changes actually I did with a group of of women was just drilling down into making sure you use time intentionally and for for a couple of them that was life-changing 
so yeah so that's just making sure that um and that means resting as well I think that's something as as busy working mothers parents that we can forget that we have to invest in ourselves which includes rest and recuperation and self-care and that's not selfish that's that's sensible because then you can be have the energy for everything else well I've said in the past that it's selfless to be a bit selfish because actually if you fall apart and can't do anything Mm. then because you didn't take the time you needed to recover then it actually it's actually worse off for everyone so it is but that's totally true I mean I I try I tried (laughs) to take two days out this week and just kind of escape and actually I I struggled to do that so it was it's interesting what but what's interesting as a coach once you do have Mm -hmm. coach training is you start sort of self-coaching and you start going, okay, yeah. so, you know, why did yeah. that trigger that? And what, you know, what caused that? And yeah. so I think yeah. it's, um, I think coaching is great, but that to me, what was it really interesting is that when we were talking before we started mm. recording that you felt mm. that, you know, what was great was you got to fill in any gaps that you might've had, or at least knew yes. what you knew uh, and, and, yeah. and with confidence, you know, yeah. without that sort of, which I think is really important. A lot of people, very few people are actually certified in social media. And this is something mm. that we're trying to change uh, yeah. because, because people aren't certified in it. They, 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 they do have gaps or mm. like you said, they don't, they don't know that they know what they know. You know, they don't know what they yes. know and they don't know what they don't know. And that makes it yeah. difficult to know. Am I yeah. at the top of my game or not? So and I think it's just for an employer, anybody, whether you're a freelancer, whether you're going to go into a full time job, the employer can sit. And I was I was having a discussion with a with a friend of mine who's now very senior in marketing, just saying, how come marketing doesn't command the salaries of some of the other professions? And she said, because because it's not you don't have to qualify to come in. Right. And I think that's as somebody who's buying ex um, any kind of social media support. That's what you need to be looking for is where has the training come from and making sure that that those gaps are filled and so therefore that person who's been trained properly is is going to be able to also have the confidence to say do you know what this isn't my thing but I know someone who can and this Tech Pixies network is amazing for that. It is amazing for that and there's a lot of collaboration happening between people and also to that point I think knowing that someone's certified and knowing where they get came got certification from is huge mm-hmm. and i actually think that that should should change yeah that, you know what it does number one as as a woman who is certified you can charge more because you've actually invested in your education Absolutely. right yep. and yep. you've got certification and you're up to speed but mm-hmm. then i think the other side of that is just knowing uh, like you said, that this person has, has, has got all of the skills that you require because they've, mm-hmm. they've, they've, they've invested in the training. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's essential now that social mm. media managers get certified because there's too much information. It's not, it's, it, it, there's too, there's too many pieces, especially that strategy piece that you were talking about. It's like yeah. bringing it all together. And that's where I think mm. social media managers got it wrong for a long time is they thought it was about building up the following and building up the, the, mm. the engagement, which it is, you want to have an engaged following for sure. But mm-hmm. if you don't translate that into the business needs, you're yeah. not going to be able to keep your job because exactly. it's very important yeah. that it comes back to what is the business need? Do they want mm. more customers? And yeah. how 
is the social media connection either mm. finding new customers or taking care of existing customers in a way that is is positive and supportive and yeah. that last piece that you said which i think is so interesting and, and it's a great place to close i've had people message email me and say i want to i only want to hire a tech pixie and a huge piece of that mm-hmm. is number one they know what skill set they're going to get yeah. number two they know that they're tapped into a network that they can you know, get whatever's missing from that network yeah. But number three, it's most tech pixies by the time they've finished the 90 day portion of the program, they've had a shift or a transformation in themselves personally. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is something really powerful to work with. So maybe let's just close mm. on that. What, what's been your personal mm. transformation and personal shift from where you were to where you are now? I mean, just unrecognizable. What tech pixies also taught me to do was, was to continually invest in myself. And as I've been, you know, as I've thought, okay, th- here's a gap in the market. Here's something that I want to go to. Here's something that I just enjoy and, um, and learning about my strengths and what I need to lean into. It's just that I keep thinking if I was setting up a shop, how much money would I pay to set up a shop? And therefore I should be thinking about the same thing in terms of investing in myself. And that was a really powerful message that came out through Tech Pixies that I've taken with me as well, is that investing in yourself is the most important thing you can do because once you do that whether it's whether it's skills or whether it's mindset you're then able to to help and support your family and people around you and yourself mm-hmm. because he's right you know as you you know once you know anything about coaching you coach yourself don't you, <laughs> yeah, you do. so it's yeah but it's and it's that it's that supporting piece you know the, and, and that will that will transform your life Mm. Well, I'm just so excited to get to interview mm. you and oh, thank to you. share the story of someone who really leaned in. And this is the last yeah. piece, you know, you have to lean in. Yeah. I, I, the people who show up for the coaching, who do mm-hmm. the work, who apply the lessons, yeah. they get the results. And I think that's, mm. you know, and I always say, even the snail gets to their destination if they keep moving forwards. Yeah. If you apply yourself and you lean in, and Mm -hmm. get the support you need, you will see the results. And, you know, you came into our world about two years ago. How Mm -hmm. long was it for you before you kind of, you you went all in on the training and then you started Mm -hmm. building these things? What was the time frame when you look back and go, wow, oh my goodness, it's like actually happened for me for what was that for you? There were so many points along the, along that journey that, I had those moments of, oh my goodness, I can't quite believe I've done this. And I can't quite believe I've made this change and this development. And so, um, but there was, um, you know, I remember coming into, a, into one of the calls with you as part of the, uh, you know, the um, alumni group where you did a hot seat with me. And, uh, and that, was, that was one of those moments of me thinking, oh my goodness, I've, my knowledge is just so extensive in comparison to where it was, I think it was about a year in. And it was just that ability to then reflect back and, and, and realize that change. But, you know, but even complete, you know, completing the course and doing, doing the 90 days and getting to the end of that, the sense of achievement. And that's something we really need to celebrate. And I think particularly probably if we've got a big goal in mind or if we're busy looking after other people, we don't celebrate our own wins enough. Yeah. So, so and that was that was something else you taught me because you're very good at doing that in your in your Facebook group. I love yeah. that. And that's a great way to finish. Mm -hmm. I think if you're listening right now, just pause for a minute and reflect on the progress that you have made 
yeah. no matter where you are in your life, um, because yeah. people don't do that enough. And we love to share wins. Mm. We have a Friday wins post that gets hundreds yeah. and hundreds of comments every yeah. week and lots yeah. of connections with everyone. Mm. Well, Anna, thank you for your time. I so appreciate it. And uh, we'll speak soon. Yeah, thank you, Joy. It's been wonderful. Thank you.